0: Quote of the day, a lifestyle change begins with a vision and a single step. This quote comes to you by Jeff Galloway. He was a U.S. Olympian in the 10,000 meters back in 1972. Again, a lifestyle change begins with a vision and a single step. Welcome back, you guys, to the Oasis Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Dimitri Amos, yes, it has been a while. I know, I know. Don't get at me. Just receive that I'm back, please. Come on. I've missed you guys. I've actually missed doing this, but I'm excited to be back and share with you what's been on my heart. God has been dealing with me tremendously. He has been working on me, not because I've been doing anything wrong, but God is a good God, and all He wants to do is to minister to me, to get to you. So I pray that during this time, you guys receive something, go get your drinks, meaning some water, some soda, some juice, whatever, go get your snacks, and let's get into this message today. This is episode 12, and what we are going to be speaking about today is what is the purpose of the Oasis lifestyle? Now, you guys have heard me before in other episodes, and only you can decide Did I explain what what I'm really doing here? I explained to you the acronym. I did a little recap of it, but I want to make sure that you understand the true purpose of the Oasis lifestyle. So let's just jump on in. But the purpose of the Oasis lifestyle is to help people, you, your friends, family, whomever, co-workers, to move from a doubt mindset to a faith mindset. Now there's another way you can say it like a from a non-believer to a believer, right? Meaning you've had doubt in your life, there's things that you just don't believe, but now you actually get it. Now it makes sense. This is the goal is to help those people move from doubt to faith. Not just in you by yourself, right? But this is to help you get closer to God in your personal relationship with him. Out of all the things that I could do, out of all the things that I talk about, this is going to be the most important thing that I can get to you is Christ. He speaks through me. I share what he says. And don't come back to me because I'm not the source. He's the source. okay? And the way I like to do this is by finding your passion. What is it that you enjoy? What is it that you're really good at it? What is it that you really like? Right. And from your passion, we help lead you to your purpose. Now, everybody has something that they really enjoy. You're you're good at, you know, uh, speaking to people. You're good at cooking. You're good in sports. Uh, There's something that you have a gift and talent of that you know that you're good at. And it brings a smile to your face when someone talks about it. If someone brings it up to you, you can literally have an hour of conversation with them knowing that this is that thing that it just you get lost in translation. You're like, oh. Oh, my goodness. It's already an hour later. I didn't even know that's this. This right here for me is doing what I'm doing right now, truthfully. And so as we move people from their passion into their purpose, there's a way that we've gone about doing this. And this is through the Oasis lifestyle. Right now, if you guys have been here before, you have learned in the first five episodes what that means when I say Oasis Again, I'll bring it up real quick. OASIS means, and it's an acronym for obedience, accountability, sacrifice, integrity, and serving. These are the five pillars for me, the things that God has done in and through my life that has helped me to get out of the place that I was struggling with, which is doubt unbelief, fear, to be able to move into a faith mindset, knowing that now I can sit in front of you boldly, confidently, knowing that he is taking me on a whole new journey and I get a chance to do this with you. So again, we've covered these areas. If it's something that you, this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, I would love for you to go back, listen to those episodes, go through each one, listen to the recap. Let me know your thoughts, leave some comments, because it's really going to help me understand like what you guys are taking away from this. Again, so this lifestyle and it is a lifestyle, it's not just a mindset, it's a lifestyle. It's intended to help you walk out your passion towards your purpose and see God manifest himself through your personal life, your job, your businesses, etc. All those different things, right, to guide you where he desires you to be. I know where I want to go, but that doesn't mean that's where he wants me to go. But the blessing is, is that through finding out what this is and walking in my passion, I can find out what my purpose is. But the one thing that we have to do is move from a doubt mindset to a faith mindset. The first thing I want to bring up is a scripture. I already covered the quote a little different this time, right? Huh? I know, I know, Um, is I want to bring up a scripture here and it's really good to help you guys understand why I'm saying this. And we're going to start in Genesis, the beginning uh chapter three verse one through six now i could take time to read through all of it and i'm not going to do that necessarily at the moment but what i really want to do is i really want to cover three of those six verses it's going to be number two number four and number six so i'm going to start with number two and it says of course We may eat, and who's speaking right now? Just to give some context, and I guess we can kind of go through it. Of course, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. And in verse 4, it says, You won't die. You know what? No, I can't do that. We're going to go through the whole thing. I have to. I just can't skip over something like that. It's all important context here. So, verse 1 The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really? Say, you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden. Of course, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you'll be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw the tree was beautiful, and the fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. Now, I have to go back. Now I want to be able to break this down a second here, okay? Verse 2 says, of course, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. So she knows for a fact that this is something that she can do, but she made it very clear that there's one place that she cannot eat from one tree that she cannot eat from. And that is it. The enemy comes in and says, yo, you ain't going to die. I know what, you know, God said, but you're not going to die. And he's saying this to Eve. And then in verse six, it says the woman was convinced. She was convinced based off what the serpent said to her that now put doubt into her heart based off what God already told her. Don't do this or you will die. But the serpent was so smooth and 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 came into that place And allowed her to get her mind confused because the enemy is going to attack your head. He's going to attack that intellect. He's going to make you start thinking on things. He wants you to have all the doubt in the world about what God told you. As soon as God said something, the biggest thing that he can do is try and take that thought away, remove anything that comes through it and make you doubt what God has already told you. This is what happens on a daily basis to people, including myself. I have moments, too. I'm raising my hand if you guys can see. But these things do happen. How many times have you had your mind made up, right? Let's be real. Someone comes in with a simple question or an idea that you never even asked for, and now your whole world has been turned upside down, and you end up going with their idea. What was the reason why you did that? Was it because you felt that their idea was better? Was there something that you think you missed and had to recalibrate because, oh, you know what? Oh my gosh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Or, Did it cripple you? And now you can't even make a move anymore. All we know in all of this is that something convinced you enough to second guess yourself. Something stopped you completely from being like, you know what? I believe I heard from God already that he told me something to do. And then now you're changing your mind on that. Look, if it happened to Adam and Eve in the garden, let's be real here, people. There have been times then that it's happened to you. You can't say you haven't had some type of doubt. The reason I say that is because there are facts here. It says that studies have shown that over 80% of people have experienced self-doubt. And there's many forms of this. And I'm going to go through a few of them with you here. But again, 80% of people, that's a lot of percent. (laughs) That's a lot of percent here. 80% of people have experienced self-doubt. And let's just go over a few to talk about this and of course you can locate where you're at here let's be real let's let's stomp on the enemy's head and let's focus on the fact of not letting that pride get to you right and let's say okay these are the things that i deal with and let's start working on improving that so the first one is an imposter syndrome imposter syndrome all that is is fear of not being enough or seeing yourself as a fraud you might feel like people are better than you or that you don't deserve a position because you feel like you're an imposter How sad is that to know that your mind, it it challenges you, challenges you enough to think like I'm not worthy of something. You're not you're not special enough. You're not good enough. So how could I ever have? It's sad. Self-sabotage. This is the second one. You tend to downplay and undermine your goals or your successes. You have passions. But you consciously and subconsciously do things to negatively affect your path to those goals. I have watched people do this in front of me. It's like they have a relationship in their life and all of a sudden they're like, it just falls apart because it just seems too good for them. It's just like, man, everything's going so well. This is great. This is awesome. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Something's wrong. What do you, what do you mean something's wrong? Everything's fine. No, 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 no. Something's wrong, bro. I can't I can't do this anymore. And automatically they start doing things to distance themselves from a good thing. Why? Because they feel like something's going on here. Something just doesn't make any sense. There's a third way of thinking here. And this is this is the area for me, guys, is the overthinking, being indecisive being afraid to make decisions that could be completely wrong or that they could lead to major negative consequences. It, and it makes you feel like your judgment is off and that your confidence is negatively affected. I've dealt with this so much in my life, overthinking my brain sometimes won't shut up. I hear one thing and it's like, wait, should I do that? Um, I don't know. Well, If I do do that, then I mean, this might happen. If I do that, then this issue is going to come up. And I know that that's been a problem for me for the last four years. If I take those four years and divide that by 12, it's like, oh, wait, that's actually I can't do that. Because if I do that, then you see where I'm going here. If you're an overthinker, you can raise your hand and laugh at this and be like, yeah, that's me. I haven't dealt with the other ones, so I can't speak to them so well. But the fact is is that these are all areas that have created doubt in people's minds to stop them from moving forward in what God has called them to do. Locate which one that might be. If none of these are you, praise the Lord. Help somebody else through their issues then. Be there for them to lift them up when you know that there is things that are going on. You can be that rock for them. But for the people who are dealing with this stuff again, 80 percent of y'all listening to this podcast might be dealing with this right based off the the stats here. There's been something in your head that has told you, you know what? I just don't know. I don't know about this. I'm not sure. And when you're not sure the enemy goes to work, he, you know, cracks his knuckles and uh, he's like, let's go. I got this in the bag. And as long as he can get your mind, he can throw you off your whole game. Ask Eve. She already knew. She already knew exactly what she should be doing and what she shouldn't be doing. But he came in and it said in verse six, Genesis three and six, the woman was convinced. Man. That is just a smooth move. (laughs) Few verses and completely changed everything. So which one is this for you? The imposter syndrome? Self-sabotage? Overthinking? Locate that. And let's start working on making those changes together. These are areas, you guys, that I'm talking about. These are the areas of doubt that people deal with on a daily basis. They go through this stuff all the time and they don't make any movements. It stops them from doing anything. I have another quote that I want to cover here, and it's a good one. I, I mean, all the quotes I put out here I really enjoy. Um, it says, negative minds full of fear and doubt produce negative lives, which can ultimately destroy your life. And this is by Joyce Meyer. Um, I grew up listening to her. She's been a huge part of my life since I was like 10. And um, just to see this come from her, it's like, it's so true. Negative minds full of fear and doubt produce negative lives. It literally, you see nothing happening. You start to feel overwhelmed and everything. And you're, you know, it's just like, there's nothing that can ever be done. No movement. It's like stale water, right? Stale water after a certain amount of time sitting in glass starts to stink. And that's what happens to us. We get stinky. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I got to take a shower. Cause like, I ain't did nothing. and it's like, can you do something today, please? Like put some draws on or something. But again, negative minds full of fear and doubt produce negative lies, which which can ultimately destroy your life. We don't want your life destroyed. Your life is meant for more. You have so much more in you. And our job is to help you see and understand those things. I want to share a testimony with you. About this, because it is very important to me to always talk about myself. Why? Because if I can't talk about myself, then what am I doing here? I have to be able to share with you true life situations, things that have actually happened to me, things that I, I have dealt with, because I want you to know that I experience these things as well, too. So just recently, I'll say what, maybe two weeks ago. Um, you guys. I've got my social media sites on Instagram and uh, LinkedIn and uh, TikTok and all these other things. I post on all of them, every single one except for LinkedIn. Now, that one for me was very different because it was it was a different type of profile for me at the time when I when I had it, it was strictly business, right? It was strictly about work or the jobs, I should say, about connecting with people on jobs or those type of relationships, anyone that I work with, I added on there, good, bad and different, it didn't matter. So I had a lot of people and still have a lot of people on my LinkedIn. So as time went on, I've been posting on all these different sites and I started thinking about all these connections and reaching out to people and being able to minister to them. And so I was like, man, I haven't used my LinkedIn yet. You know my wife was kind of asking me why? And I told her I was like baby <laughs> I ain't going to lie it's, I'm kind of nervous like I don't want people judging me I don't want people you know telling me like oh I remember when you was like this and I remember when you was like that and and it's like I don't want that because I don't want people to be scared away from you know a post that I make something that's encouraging they're going to be like whatever bro and and I just didn't want that life I didn't want to deal with those possible problems again God told me I'm more than capable but I was in fear of people judging me. The reason I'm bringing this up is because, hmm, man, the reason I'm bringing this up is because about two, three days ago, um, just so you know, I did start posting about a week and a half ago on there. And I post pretty much every day, some type of motivational quote, some type of encouraging thing, and people are liking it and it's good. You know, the likes are great and the the commentary is always good. I love the engagement. Engagement to me is what's so important. But somebody reached out to me through the messaging and this person that reached out to me was a good friend of mine. I'd say a, a good Confidant at that time he was a homie uh, when I worked at solar city back in the day and he reached out to me and I haven't talked to him physically in maybe six or so years after solar city during that time in my life at solar city I was going through a separation my mindset was not right I was not healthy. So I was out drinking and having a good time, with my buddy staying out late and just living that life that I really shouldn't have been. Right. And and we know this because the guy who reached out to me was a part of those things sometimes. So we found we found that commonality together. So after I went through and I had updated my LinkedIn to match, you know, the business behind what I'm doing and sharing these things, he happened to see the page. And he told me recently recently. Um, that he saw my page because he was looking for a job and he wasn't. He's not friends with me on there, but he happened to see somebody. uh, It was like, oh, people you might know. So he saw my picture and he was like, oh, is that D? So he clicks on my page. And he sees the stuff that I'm doing because it just tells people who I am. I'm, you know, I bring people from doubt to faith, finding your uh, purpose through your passion. And he saw that and he was like, man, keep up the great work. You know, that's so awesome, bro. Like I'm on my own personal journey right now, st- tr- trying to learn who Christ is. And it was such a perfect timing. The timing was so perfect. Like, I can't make this up. This actually happened. This is actually a few days ago. And I'm sharing this with you now because the doubt that I had was two weeks ago. I ended up changing and putting everything into motion a week and a half ago. And then two days ago, somebody reaches out to me who hadn't talked to me in almost seven years. Was telling me that what I put out there was ministering to him. This man did not know Christ. He has had no relationship with him in that level. And here he is now looking for Christ. Do you know what that did to me? It was like, why did I doubt this? Why even would I even spend time doubting that I shouldn't do this? I was so in fear thinking of the worst things that could happen instead of focusing on the things that could happen, meaning I focus so much on the problem. And I focused so heavily on the judgment versus focusing on the opportunities that would come from it. And out of all the things that I could have thought about, all the judgment, all the problems, none of that stuff has happened yet. None of those things have taken place yet. And now there's somebody who's out there who was looking for a change in his life, who is looking for something new. And guess what? I get to be that person to be there for him, to love on him, to encourage him, to move him from that doubt to faith so that he can start to see how much more is inside of him. He didn't even know like that. And then would y'all know we we spoke today, literally today, you guys, this is this is true. We spoke today and he's trying to get his life in order. And he let me know, asked me a question, you know, pretty much. And I'm paraphrasing. Hey, the closer you get to God, does the enemy start attacking more? (laughs) I was like, absolutely. Yes. The reason he brought that up is because he lost his chickens. They died. They were healthy, healthy chickens. And that was tough for him. He said he he raised these things from little chicks, incubated them, spent time with them. And all of a sudden they were gone. And that that was tough to hear because I know it was hard for him. And so it's like, man, is this what happens when people get close to God? Like this stuff actually takes place. And yeah, it is because the enemy wants to put doubt in your head that you're making the right decision. Are you sure this is what you really want to do? Look what happens when you go after him. Things die. And I'm like, man, oh, mm, that's something you got to fight through. You got to be patient with this. And I'm telling him something because look what happened through my doubt and faith or doubt and lack of faith at that time. And when I finally got my mind together in that situation, I got a chance to minister to him now after seven years of the relationship being gone. And now I get a chance to encourage him the way that God continuously encourages me. The way that my wife continually lifts me up when I'm feeling some type of way. Those chickens, man, I felt bad to know that they're gone. I felt bad for him. But knowing what God is going to do in his life, the enemy is like, I can't have that. Put you back in that box, boy. I've known you for this many years. I've watched you. I've seen how you operate. I know exactly every single move you make from three to five, from seven to eleven, and I know exactly how you do it twice on Saturday. And wait a whole but second. Now you want to get to know who God is? No, 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 no. We're going. We're going to go ahead and change that. So let's put some doubt into you, real quick. And he's just speaking to him, speaking to me, speaking to you, questioning: Should I do this? Is this something I really should be moving on? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, again, something convinced you enough to second guess, second guess yourself. And I know it because I've done it, too. As soon as I heard judgment, I was like, mm, is this something I really? I oh, no. All I can say is I want to share this story with you because it wasn't me staying in a place of doubt. It was me moving into a place of faith. And because of that move, not only did it bless me because I was able to impact other lives, not just from this one that I'm talking about right now, but people's lives are being impacted. These are people who they're seeing it and they're reaching out because of these things. And it's like, why did I even think. I wasn't capable of doing this, and even if people do reject me, who cares? They're going to reject me at any given time. They did it to Jesus. So what makes me think I'm any better? So all I'm saying is this for you guys, whoever's listening to this right now, you have to understand that you were meant for more. You were built for something greater than just sitting in one place. All this doubt that's been in your head, you've been sitting here thinking about, should I, should I not? I don't know. Maybe I'm not qualified for this, so I'm not going to go for it. Maybe I'm just going to go ahead and destroy this now before anything bad happens and I won't have to deal with it again. Look, things happen. I was married before I got divorced. Never expected it to happen. But guess what? It did. So. Oh, well, it happens. I learned something from it. But it never stopped me to say to myself, like, man, mm, let me just go ahead and destroy my new relationship because it happened to me before. That's the stuff that we have to start changing and changing our minds because God has a whole plan for us. And if it wasn't for Tanisha, I'm telling you where I'm at right now with this podcast and other things right now, it may have taken me a lot longer to get there because she constantly encouraged me when I had a, a mind full of doubt. Am I really capable of doing something like this? So I want to go through a few scriptures with you guys. First one is Hebrews 11 and one. It says now, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Say it one more time here. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Yo, and the reason I bring this one up is because we all have had dreams and desires inside of us. Most of us have faith that we're going to wake up tomorrow. People actually don't even think about that no more. They just believe and receive in their mind that, OK, I'll just I'll talk to you tomorrow or we'll just handle that tomorrow or we'll do that tomorrow. How you got so much faith in the world to know that you're going to wake up tomorrow? Who told you this? Who? 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 Nobody did. But your faith is greater knowing that you're going to wake up in the morning than your dreams and your desires. Why? What's the difference? There is not one. It's faith. You're moving in faith to believe that you're going to wake up in the morning, but yet you don't have enough faith to move forward on the desires and the passions that you have. It's, oh, I can't do that. But yet you don't even think about waking up in the morning. It just happens. And you're just like, oh, yeah, see, no no doubt, whatever it's like autopilot truthfully if you think about it like just it's it just happens so what we need to do and again this doubt that we have our faith has to be increased to believe that what we put our minds to that it can actually happen this is why i do what i do this is exactly why i speak with people on a daily basis when i say daily i literally mean that I talk to people daily about things like this. Why? Because people are constantly dealing with issues daily about decisions that they should be making, that they're more than capable of handling. But that fear or that doubt comes in and it cripples them from doing anything. We're built for more. God wants that relationship with you to take all that fear away and just trust and believe like, look, I got you. Why do you think I even got you here? And people say, I don't know. Well, that's exactly why you're listening to this. If you don't understand what your passions are, you have no idea what it is that you like to do. Let's figure that out together. So that we can get you walking in your purpose to get you out of this complacent, doubtful mindset and knowing that we can move forward so that you can start impacting lives. So that you can start changing people's lives and watching them go from doubt to faith. One more scripture I want to read here, and this is Romans 10 and 17. King James versions. I recognize I didn't say none of the versions I was reading out of. Forgive me, y'all. It says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. One more time. So then faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So then how does faith come? It comes by hearing hearing. And how do you hear? By the word of God. So then if you're reading the word of God, your faith will increase. It will come to you. If you're in the word of God, your faith will come. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So God, the word, hearing, faith comes. Word of God, hearing the word of God, faith comes. Truthfully, it's that simple. Stay in the word, hear what what, was coming to you from that word. And your faith will start to grow. The more you're in that word, your faith will increase because He tells you and He cat and He just captivates your mind and helps you to understand you're built for this. Don't let nobody tell you you're not. God knows you better than anyone ever will. He has a desire to see your life change from the inside out and He wants you to have faith in Him. The more you hear the word, the more you will begin to replace those old negative thoughts with some new positive thoughts that will help catapult your faith from faith to faith. In closing, you guys, I want to keep it very simple, but doubt keeps you bound. Faith moves you forward. It's impossible to please God without faith. So as long as you're willing to try and step out, he can work with you. He can't do anything with people who are not willing to move. Act actually can't stand it. So I would encourage you today, if there is anything on your mind, anything that's been on your heart, you've been telling yourself, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I really have a desire to do this. I have a desire to do that a passion to do this. I passion to do that. And you're not operating in your passion. Just try it. What is the harm in just stepping out and trying something new? There isn't any. It's all in your mind. Don't let the enemy stop you. Don't let him play with your mind and tell you that you're not capable of doing something greater. It was in you. It's always been in you, but now we got to get closer in that word so that God can start to show you what you're really made of. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this time. And for the first time, people listening to this, thank you for staying to the, to the end of this. And for the people who have listened before, thank you guys for coming back. What I want to do is at the end is just, again, anyone who doesn't know God, anyone who has never met him before, never had a personal relationship with him. I want to make sure that today, before you leave, that you know for a fact that you have, your relationship has been restored with him. And all you got to do is repeat after me. You say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you, God, have raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you, Father, that I am now saved according to your word in Romans 10 and 9. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. And as you guys know, them angels are rejoicing right now. I can't wait to see what them parties is like. Man, I'm about to be grooving. I already got a good two-step. So (laughs) anyways, you guys. I am so excited to be back. I'm so excited for what God is going to do. He's been helping me tremendously on how to move forward with this podcast and not just this, but with everything else. Um, If you guys want, you can check out the website. Uh, It's coming soon right now, but all you got to do is go www.theoasislifestyle.com. It will send you some links where you can get to all my social media handles. Check out what's going on. We got a lot moving right now, but there's still so much more to do. And so you guys know if you're ever dealing with anything in life, anything's ever going on, you have challenges and you're just struggling to go through those things. Don't talk about it. Pray about it. All right, you guys, take care. Have a good evening, a good morning, good afternoon. Don't ask me what I did in that order, but wherever you're at, take care. Enjoy your day. Bye.